Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Selling your car on cars.com is so fast. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. Get the best offer instantly, confirm with the dealer, and the money's yours. Cars.com is magical. Tap to sell on cars.com today. A Hidden People contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. Dayton Writers Movement presents The Hidden People, starring Jordan Lopez, Stephen Gogol, Sean Gunther, Xander Hildenbrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Luna Madison. Season 2, Episode 11, Bodybuilding, written by Chris Burnside, directed by Chris and Megan Burnside. Also starring Sarah Amar, Danielle Gunther, Ryan Lakes, Brennan Pollen and Sammy as Murphy. That's what I call clean as a whistle. Wow, is it so easy? Even my husband can use it? Kids, remember that you love each other. Be- who finally came home. Get off my case, Linda. Are you drunk? It's 2.30 on a Sunday. When you start earning your keep around here, you can decide Earning my keep? I'll raise your daughter, fucker. Raise? She's 15. What part of her needs raised? (laughs) Oh, 
so you'll just have me out working while she does God knows what with God knows who. The little whore doesn't even have any friends who are girls. Don't you call her that. She only hangs around with boys. I think she's already doing what you're worried about. Sam Mulligan, audio log. Gannon was a dick today in homeroom. He said Miranda Matthews was ugly and desperate because she's going to prom with Alfred O'Toole. Billy laughed at first, but Thomas told them both to shut up, and they did. Billy acted like he wasn't laughing and punched Gannon in the arm. I think Gannon just had a crush on Miranda and was upset that she's going to prom with an older boy. Our grade doesn't get to go to prom unless older boys ask us. Otherwise, we have to wait until next year, which is fine because chances are dumb. I wouldn't even go to prom at all unless Thomas asked me. But then I would probably say no anyway because he wouldn't ask me because he liked me. He's always being nice to Jessica's song and she bites her lip when she talks to her. Slut. So I probably would say no. Who wants to go to a stupid dance anyway? What the fuck are you doing in your closet? You leave her alone! Get up! Get your head Dad, up. you're hurting me! You come when I call you! Stop! Please stop! Leave her alone! Samantha! Get back here, Samantha! Thomas, what did you do? McKenna. What did you do? She... I had to. God damn it, Thomas. I should never have let you watch her. You should have checked with us first, Thomas. She bit off her finger, McKenna. Her own finger. Holy shit. I need to get her back, McKenna. And you think letting that thing go will get her back? We were trying to get her back, which we might have been able to figure out if we still had her. You know, in a cage? Your spell didn't work. At all. How was letting her out going to get Sam back? It said it would let her go. And when will the benevolent, murderous monster do that? When it gets a new body. Did it say how it plans to do that? I don't know. Something about a, a power source. The, the sunstone? Oh no. What's the sunstone? Pretty much how it sounds. The sun's stone. Sun. As in the sun. I, granted I always assumed it was a myth, conventional wisdom is that everything about the sun is a myth. Let's assume it's true, that it literally is the stone of the sun. What could it do? Well, anything, I suppose. It would be an obscene power source. Obviously, it would grant the power of a god. Yeah, I was afraid of that based on the name. Could it give Cygnus its body back? We're dealing in hypotheticals, but... I suppose it could. Why not? That kind of power, McKenna. See? If it gets this stone, we can have Sam back. We should be helping it to get the stone. No, Thomas. You didn't see Cygnus in the in-between. If it gets the sunstone and actually gets its body back, you'll only have Sam back for as long as it takes for Cygnus to destroy the world. We're talking apocalyptic scale. This thing is unstoppable. I'm sure that's not true. They didn't have armies and technology in the in-between. Thomas, listen to yourself. You're saying that it's worth the life of one person to send the world to war. How many people will die to fight this thing, assuming it can even be fought? It ruled an entire world, and it didn't even have something like the sunstone in its possession. Sam is worth it. Thomas, I'm sorry. I can't imagine what kind of position this puts you in, but I have to stop that thing. And if that means hurting Sam, 
I'll try not to hurt her. What do you mean? I'm going after it. You can't. Thomas, that thing left here five minutes ago and only walks in a straight line. I think I can catch it. No, I mean you can't go after her. You can't fight her. I won't let you. Don't be an idiot. You can't stop me. Damn it, McKenna. When have I ever asked you for anything? All I've ever done is give, even though you've never once been grateful. I need you to do this for me. I can't. I'm not asking. Let go of my arm, Thomas. McKenna, we have to move. Do not do this. The scythe? You'll kill her. I'm sorry, Thomas. Now let go. No. Come on, Shaylee. McKenna, please! McKenna and Shaylee quickly find the creature, standing just outside the jail and carrying the horn it removed from its own rotting skull. What immediately follows would be an epic battle if McKenna were actually as prepared as she believes she is to kill Samantha Mulligan. That was... Actually, I thought it would be a little harder to find you. Where have you brought me? We are much farther away than we were before. Uh, right. Yeah, there weren't any ghost towns near the park, so we're now on mountain time. I guess South Carolina's a longer walk from here. This is not funny. I'm not laughing. The weapon you wielded in my world. You believe this will stop me? I do. And your cheerleader? What's with all the passive gendered insults lately? And you will fight me with your bare hands? Uh, yeah, Shaylee. Where are your weapons? Well, they burned up in the fire that destroyed my home right after I died. You think maybe you should get new ones? I'm ready for the beast this time. I won't need we- Ow. <laughs> Careful, McKenna. That thing is almost as fast as you and twice as strong. Stand down. Quit mining her mind for her phrases. You don't get to talk like a cop. You're a monster. You say shit like cease your mindless prattle and you dare stand in my way. Cease your mindless prattle. It moves in quickly, punching with its jagged horn like a dagger. McKenna dodges and parries each strike. But when the creature leaves its flank open, she hesitates, unable to bury her blade in her brother's former would-be lover. Stop! Stop me. McKenna! <laughs> I could use a hand, Shaylee! Yes, McKenna. It's probably getting hard to fight when the force of the blows you're blocking is numbing your arms. The cheerleader has abandoned you. No, you say you're wedged off retreat. I wouldn't say that even in my true form. Oh, and what's monster for ow my face? Ah, my face! Actually pretty close. Go me. Ah! Oh shit, let go of my... Sam says you cannot be killed by my hands. So if I tear you to pieces, will they live in agony forever? Sam says? Hmm. Those were certainly ribs breaking. One of them might just be powder now. And if you listen very closely, you might hear the oozing of a ruptured spleen. Sickness! That is not my... <laughs> Next one's in your face if you don't stand down. She's allowed to say that. Shaylee, no! Thomas, get out of the way. No, you're not killing her. We need to end this. You have to shoot me first, then. I will if I have to. That gun only has two barrels, and you already fired one. I'll reload. Shaylee, let him go. McKenna, this is bigger than either of them. I will be soon. Shut up! 
You promise you'll give her back? You have my word. Go then. Out of the way, Thomas! Shaylee, put it down. I have this. You're on the ground and a rib is sticking out of your shirt. Put it down! Cygnus! Hey, monster face! I am leaving. Wait! It's going to take you weeks to walk across the country. What if we could get you a new body faster? You are not jumping me through space. I am not stupid enough to agree to this. No. I have a better idea. If only the fool knew that under no circumstances can one ever trust McKenna Thorne. Go wherever you want for now, but come back tomorrow. I need about a day. I am not waiting around for you to trick me. Listen to me. I promise I will give you your body. As close to the original as you'll ever get. (sighs) Sam's a good detective. Ask her if I'm lying to you. Very well. One day. If you try to deceive me, I will kill as many of you as I can before I kill Sam. I am not lying. You will get your body. One day. No longer. McKenna. Do not shoot her, Shaylee. I can end this. Please, trust me. I... always... If only the fool knew that under no circumstances can one ever trust McKenna Thorne. they call Cygnus is of no concern to the court. (laughs) It is of concern, because McKenna Thorne handled it herself. Did you even know an alien monster capable of destroying the world was loose? Perhaps you should be more grateful. But what does this have to do with us? With these proceedings? With the future of the court? When the story is over, you will thank me, Alderneve. I've already given you a clue that might allow you to survive what's coming. It was right there, in this pointless story. If you're paying close enough attention, you'll be prepared. I suppose you're not going to tell me which was the important part. (laughs) That would ruin the fun. You'll just have to see how it all unfolds. Now, where was I? Mac, are you sure you can do this? Yeah, it's not like you ever tried it before. (sighs) Yeah, I think so. It's instinctual or something. Well, that means you didn't wall off your ancestral memories enough. I'll be fine. It's just like stepping sideways. Really isn't. How come every time we have to plan something, our options are bad thing and other bad thing? You should at least wait until your compound fracture is less compound. (sighs) I'll be fine. I can already feel my insides getting back together. You really helped to point out the gritty reality of being a superhero. Go on, you two. Gather up everything you can find. But don't go far. She's out there somewhere, and I don't trust her. Are you sure she trusts you? Oh, she definitely doesn't trust me. But I think she's desperate enough to play along. Sam's body doesn't look like it'll hold all the way to South Carolina. Okay, Mac. You can count on us. 
Where's Thomas? He can help. I don't know. Sulking somewhere? Pretty sure he'll never forgive me for this, which really says something if you consider all the things I've done in the past that were actually unforgivable. You sure about this? I've seen the hidden people do this on a much smaller scale, and it really drains them. You've got to give it some of your own life force. It's only temporary. I hope so. Otherwise you might be starting Armageddon. I wish all my teachers who called me a slacker could see me now. <laughs> I think they'd be impressed. I know I am. Yeah? So, we tried to talk this morning before a monster interrupted us. Yeah. You had something you wanted to say? Uh, I think I did. Uh, don't really remember it. Oh. It was just about, like, I just wanted to tell you that I, uh, trust you. I know you were worried about that before when you worked for the Magister, and more recently, since you're still working for the court. Yeah, thanks for that reminder. I just mean, like, you don't have anything to worry about, okay? I trust you. I think healthy skepticism is warranted, given that the court still commands me. But I know you wouldn't do anything to hurt me. Never. Not if I had a choice. But you can't trust me to always have one. I thought we always had choices. Isn't that what you told me? Normally, yes. Circumstances push you toward obvious answers, but you have a choice. With my contract, I literally have no choice. You experienced that. <laughs> You're really bad at accepting my trust, you know that? Sorry. You wanted to say something too, if I recall. I. Nissa told me what the Magister said to you. Which part? The part where he told you that no one genuinely cares about you. That we're all just drawn in because you're half-hidden. Ah, yeah, that part. That was a fun chat we had. Nissa was right about it. She said that it doesn't matter what draws us to people because the real bonds come from more than that. <laughs> you know... Alfie said basically the same thing. I smell a scheme. <laughs> it was awfully coincidental that they split up to corner each of us at the same time. Those two are always so shifty. They have a point, though. Do they? Of course they do. You really think all of this is fake? All of what? Your friends, your family. Me? How am I supposed to know that? I mean, you all put up with a lot of my shit. And believe me, I know how much that is. Well... Yeah, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. Maybe that's because you can't help it. Or maybe it's because we care about you. Maybe that's the reason. And since none of us will ever know, why don't we just pretend it's that? Easy for you to say. I can't stop thinking about it every time I see any of you. Let's come at it another way. What about everyone else's baggage? What do you mean? All the rest of us. You like us, right? Nissa, Alfie, Thomas... Well, of course I like all of you. That includes you, too. Well, what about all my shit? My poor, tortured soul? Eh, it keeps you humble. I like that. Smart arse. <laughs> what about Nissa then? She's overbearing, gruff, sometimes kinda mean. She's a sweetheart underneath all that. But those things are still there. And Thomas? Okay, he's perfect. Yeah, he's not a good example. But Alfie! 
your best friend. And he's Alfie. So what? I love that stupid dork. Exactly. Despite all his issues, baggage, shit, to use your word, you still love him. Damn it. I think you're right. Alfie is one of the hidden people. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ow, watch it. I'm still recovering. I punched you in the arm, which Cygnus didn't hurt. Did so. It's sore. You'll be fine. <laughs> did you or did you not see my rib protruding from my side? It's almost all the way back in now. You really heal fast. As fast as the hidden people. And faster than them from iron. Look at me. I'm like, she Wolverine over here. That's like an X-Men thing, right? Oh my god, do not let Alfie hear you say that. Hey, I spent an entire year in Arcadia. I missed a lot of pop culture. Even if they put one of those movies out that year, it doesn't excuse that you missed like 15 more. I don't like superheroes, what can I say? Well, maybe the real life ones are pretty cool. Nice save. If we survive this and don't destroy the world or anything, I think we need a vacation. You know, I have a house in the mountains if you like skiing. And one on the beach if you like sun. So, yeah, skiing and sun both sound miserable, but they would be marginally less miserable with you. It's a date then. I didn't mean to make it weird. <laughs> nah, I, I get it. I just meant that... I, yep, we're good. Brilliant. I'm gonna go check on the scavenging. I'll join you once the last of these ribs pops into place. Gross. See you soon. Six piles of every leaf, branch, twig, and stone we could find. This is really impressive. We needed way more than we could find on the ground. Stepping back to Conley for the chainsaw was a good idea. Is it enough? Are you sure it will work? It should be enough. I mean, size-wise, does it look about right, Nissa? I'm just guesstimating, but yeah. It looks roughly the volume of Cygnus in its true form. Then it will work, and hopefully appease that thing. Nissa, I'd like you to stay up with me if you can. I'm going to need help getting the details right, and your memory is key. That's fine. I don't sleep much anyway. This is normally a faster process, but I've never heard of a construct this size before. It will probably take you all night, and weaken you a lot when you imbute with your life force. Your life force? That sounds super sketch. Will you need to give up much, though? It's not like you're giving it a mind or a personality. It won't be a changeling like Shaylee, right? No, just a vessel that I build and then convert to flesh and bone. But the mind will be Cygnus's. And just for clarification, a changeling is a special kind of construct. Many constructs have minds, but changelings have magic and are copies of fetches. Noted. McKenna, I'm sorry for earlier. It's fine, Thomas. Thank you for helping Sam. <coughs> Let's just hope this works. I'm still not clear on something. How do we get Sam out of Murphy once Cygnus hops into the giant monster body you're making for it? 
Cygnus slipped up when it was talking to me. He used the phrase Sam says, as in Sam is talking to it on the inside. I knew part of her was still in there. Well, it's buried deep, but Cygnus can access it, and we know part of her is in the dog along with Murphy. Maybe Murphy wasn't big enough to hold himself and all of Sam, so part of her had to stay. That explains why Cygnus knew English right away, how it knew to deceive us. It can access Sam in ways that we couldn't access each other. If that's true, the good news is that Sam never learned much about the hidden people or their magic. That gives us an advantage. How does all this help get her back? I'm hoping that it's like the arm ring of Frigg. The two pieces of Sam will want to be together. When Cygnus leaves Sam's body, it'll create a vacuum. The part that's in Murphy will rejoin the part in her own body. That's it? You're hoping? If that fails, Thomas, we will find another way. Without Cygnus controlling her body, we'll have an easier time with solving it, whether with medicine or magic. Are you ready, Mac? Yeah, let's sculpt a giant monster. Maybe you should sit down, Mac. You're really pale. I agree. And you look like shit. I feel like I've been awake for four days without eating. But I can't let it know that I'm weak. The threat I pose is the only thing keeping it from tearing us apart. Ah, such a high opinion of your capabilities. But some of us aren't particularly threatened by you at all, McKenna. Regardless, don't try to fight her in this state. You're too weak. I'll be fine. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. McKenna, you have kept your word. Ah, so you see the mansion-sized monster body I made for you. It is... small. We ran out of leaves. Is it big enough? You could still swallow an SUV whole. It will suffice. The details are... accurate. You're welcome. You need to honor your part. We need Sam and her body and you and yours. When I vacate this one, she will have hers back. And after you leave, she'll heal? Get back to normal? Your bodies are fragile and brittle. I do not know what will happen to her. Come on, then. Stop hurting her more. Take your new body for a test drive. Very well. Gods... The original was even bigger than this? Thomas, stay back! Sam! Sam! She's not breathing, McKenna. Sam! Murphy! (gasps) Oh, thank God. Sam. Thomas? You have kept the bargain. This form bristles with power. Come on. We have to get you away from this thing. Is that... is that it? Yes. Come on, I've got you. 
I'm glad you're happy with it, you big ugly monster. Did you have to give it the ability to speak? The villain exposition scene is a timeless tradition, Nissa. Almost there. Okay, you can sit. Hi, Sam. You okay? I'm... I don't know. Are you weak? A little. Well, you're only going to need one eye and one hand. I shall be the last thing you see. Be honored. The ego on this guy. You know, I really wanted to be the one to do this, but Alfie insisted it should be Sam. It just makes for a much better story. Your new body, the one that bristles with power, it's certainly powerful and nearly invulnerable. There's one catch. How did you put it when you told me, Shaylee? A bullet to the chest, you'll heal. A piercing of iron, though, you'll burst into a puff of leaves. Hey, asshole! feels like to have your life force rejoin your body? Tell me about it. It worked! Sam's back and Cygnus is the world's biggest leaf pile. Hey, who wants to jump in? It's filled with sticks and stones, so I don't recommend it. You know what they say, Nyssa. Sticks and stones may break my- Oh, right. Oh, Sam. I knew we'd get you back. I knew it! Thanks for the gun, Shaylee. I think I needed that. A well-earned catharsis. McKenna, we should get Sam to a hospital. I'm fine. Other than missing a finger and being grazed by a bullet earlier. Iron musket ball. I'm sorry. Thomas is right. We'll get you checked out to make sure there's no lasting injury. I just need some time to rest. I'll be okay. Sam, you don't need to put on a brave face. It's me. I love you. Sam? Hi, Thomas. Come on in. I didn't know you were coming over. Sorry I didn't call. I wasn't thinking. No, it's it's fine. Did you need something? Not really. I just... Um... I was just in the area. Is everything alright? What happened to your arm? Oh... (laughs) Yeah, totally. I was just having some trouble with the geometry. I thought maybe you could help me with it? Yeah, of course. Come on. Dad just made scones. Do you like cranberries? Yeah. Your dad's the best. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.
Dayton Writers Movement presents The Hidden People. Executive producers Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers Alexa Fett Fisher, Xander Hildebrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Jordan Lopez. Lead writer Chris Burnside. Script editor Alexa Fett Fisher. Sound design, score, and original music by Catherine Seaton. Sound engineer Colin Susich. Theme song by Catherine Seaton and Michael Yates. For more of the Hidden People, visit our website at hiddenpeoplepodcast.com. Hi, everyone. Chris and Megan Burnside here. We are the creators of The Hidden People. We're always working on at least two Dayton Writers Movement shows. So unlike Thomas Thorne, we don't have the time to shop, prep, and cook healthy and delicious meals. That's where Green Chef comes in. They deliver everything we need to cook and eat clean meals. Green Chef recipes are chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved, and packed with clean ingredients that support a healthy lifestyle. Green Chef's culinary menu of meals is full of diverse options each week. You can choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options and easily customize your plans to suit your lifestyle, with preferences like keto, plant-based, Mediterranean, quick and easy, protein-packed, and gluten-free. You can even mix and match meals and flavors from different categories. You know which meal I really liked? The pork? Yep. The pork filet over cheesy cauliflower mash. The recipe was simple to follow, and we were really impressed with the ingredients. From the farm-fresh produce, quality cheeses, and premium pork. In under 30 minutes, we had a delicious meal that Thomas would put his stamp of approval on. If you're interested in testing out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Again, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use the code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Let's face it, as a species, we humans are pretty strange. Sure, we usually want stories with happy endings, 
But sometimes we're just in the mood for some nightmares. And I'm here to tell you that when that mood strikes, you can turn to Stories to Keep You Up at Night. Stories to Keep You Up at Night brings you fantastic dark fiction every week. Ghosts, vampires, weird stuff nobody can explain, even some good old-fashioned murder. Curated from among the 21st century's finest writers of horror, fantasy, and science fiction from all over the world, and hosted by me, Marco Palmieri, Stories to Keep You Up at Night explores the human condition in ways that will keep your mind racing long into the night. Travel with me from small-town Pennsylvania to the court of an Indian Raja, from dank European dungeons to haunted African deserts, from forgotten pasts to terrifying futures. And be ready to sleep with the lights on, if you can sleep at all. For all that and more, listen to Stories to Keep You Up at Night, wherever you get your podcasts, or learn more at realm.fm.